Hey, what's up, Black Knight Nation? This is Sal Interdonato here with my co-host Steve Anderson. We're going to recap the Army-Navy game and maybe do a little bit of talk for uh, the Army. Still got one more game left, the Armed Forces Bowl against Missouri, so we'll talk about that too. First off, um, this podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a trusted partner in organizational excellence ran by Joe Ross. Joe Ross, former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, former Army officer. And we thank Joe Ross for... Um, sponsoring this podcast uh steve man we had, we had to take a day right we needed a day to digest that one on a saturday i was there live and um man it was a disappointing disappointing and um i have a play that really bugged the heck out of me but we'll get to that much later but first off um just some uh quick thoughts on 17 13 loss uh army the navy uh a game that really Man, the Black Knights could have took control of this game in the first half and didn't settle for field goals, kept Navy's uh with a pulse, and uh in the second half it was all Navy. Well, yeah, I mean, uh historically this game is always close. Uh, well, at least historically in a large sense, and then definitely within the last few years. Um yeah, that's a tough one to swallow. Um I had I had chats with um, all the boys, you know, guys, you know, Josh McNary was at the game. Um, so I, I had chats with all the guys that we play with and, um, you know, a few guys from previous classes and, and stuff. And it was just, uh, it was kind of like, a, you know, I hate to say it, but it was almost like, uh, that second half kind of the second half felt powerless. Like there was nothing, yeah. there was nothing that we could do or no, no, mo no momentum we could grab um that ever made you know it kind of feel like okay here's where army's gonna you know you know you know when it was 17 13 or when it's 14 13 okay here's when army's gonna answer um navy did a really good job of keeping the momentum down and not really allowing us to to keep our legs churning um which was you know honestly surprising to see seeing how we did it against the best of the best all year um, never really, you know, shoot when you put up 56 points against the, uh, you know, the ACC runner up, um, just kind of surprising, but yeah, definitely tough loss. Um, and definitely needed that day. Uh, even as we start this podcast, I got a little, a little, uh, courage here to, to get us talking. It's rough. Lucky I was working most of the day. You know, news did come out today that Andre Carter was named uh, AP All-American third team. You know what? I didn't think that Andre Carter was getting any respect this year at all for most of his season, right? And for him to be named, you know, All-American third team, that's 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 a great sign. Um, The last Army AP All-American, I believe, was a guy who we had on the podcast not too long ago, Mike Mayweather, um, in 1990. So um, that's a while back. And uh, – that's really good. Guess, good news, you know, bad news, loss, good news, game, kind of good news that there's another game to be played, Coach Munkin said today, right? They have another game. That's not the end of the season. You can't end your season on a, on a note like that, a loss to a bitter rival, right? So they get well, they get bowl game now and see how they come out. Yeah, that's how I that's how I sleep at night, Sal, uh, losing the Navy my senior year, knowing that uh, I had one more chance to, to end my career as a winner. So these seniors have a bowl game. Um, it's great atmosphere down there. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later if we have time. But, um, yeah, the, the uh, kind of definitely um, I hope the team took time to reflect um, and forget about this because uh, Missouri's no joke. Um, but, 
Yeah, it was just it was just kind of just almost a tale of two halves, especially with us, you know, literally, you know, shotgun right out of the gate. You know, Christian Harrison going for you know I think a 54, 56 yarder yeah. um, was was awesome. Um, I happened to be at a watch party here in Colorado Springs. I had um, you know everyone from a 1966 grad to you know 2016 grad. So it was a very very cool uh, thing to see that. You know, 1966 was quite a while ago, and that guy is still showing yeah. up to watch parties to watch the Army Navy game. Pretty impressive, no doubt. And you know, Steve, after that first drive, four plays in, you score a touchdown, a long touchdown. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a big day for Army offense, right? Look, they that was too easy. That was really too easy. And then they get down into the red zone again, twice more in the first half, and they had to sell for field goals. And you know what? The one there's a couple things that really kind of still bug me tonight, and one of them is the um, I guess it's their next drive where they're it's a third and seven from inside the red zone, clock's running down, delay a game, delay a game penalty on a third and seven from inside the red zone, no time. Now I know it's the first quarter, Steve, but this is every drive is important, right? And when you get that close into the red zone. Somebody call a timeout, please. Somebody don't let the five yards, you know, get get knocked off. And another problem with the, that play is there's no Christian Anderson on the field. Christian Anderson's on the sidelines. It's third and seven. He's on the sidelines. It's third and 12. Passing down, I would think, right? Third and 12 is a passing down, you would think. Christian Anderson is not in the game. I did not get it. I said it from the press box. I did not get that. They ran a um, jet sweep to uh, Tyler Robinson, got four yards on third and 12, and settled for a field goal. Now, was that your mentality in that series to settle for a field goal? I asked Coach Munkin about it after the game, and he told me they were trying to make it a more manageable fourth down. Now, I don't know if he got confused with drives because on third and 12, if you run a jet sweep, man, I mean, you better get in the end zone on third and 12 from like the 17 or 18, right? I mean, you're not looking to – run fourth down from the like I can't even do the math Steve inside the 10 yeah maybe. no I'm sure he thought I'm sure he thought he could get the edge and get you know maybe eight or nine off the jet sweep I don't know you know he probably had his he probably had his analytic sheet saying hey when we're in this area we run the jet sweep where you know we average you know seven to nine yards or or whatever coaches use these days uh that help them make uh mm-hmm. make play calls uh or um our offensive coordinator but more so um you know, Sal, you know, we can talk about play calls, but, you know, unfortunately, it just seemed like Navy wanted it more. Yeah. Um, and that's hard for me to to say because, um, you know, I don't have a good track record against Navy personally. Uh, but I, you know, we, you know, we truly felt like we fought like hell. Um, and I don't think anybody has ever come up to me and said, it seemed like Navy just wanted it more than you guys. Um, so it, it, it didn't, and not, and it wasn't like a lack of effort or anything. It just, for whatever reason, on, you know, when you, ex- when throughout the entire season, when we expected, um, you know, Army to come through, um, there was, you know, either mental mistakes, which isn't very um, common, or just flat out missed assignments, um, which, I thought was very, very rare because we've always been so crisp at 
at executing. Um, you know, I, and I think that, um, where we really, what really seems strange to me is that we kind of got away from running up the middle in the second half. We kind of abandoned, you know, shoving it down their throat in the second half because of the, the late second quarter, early third quarter, basically all third quarter, we didn't see a lot of success. Um, and I just felt like we could have um, really shoved it down their throat um, a little more. Um, but yeah, back to your call. I Look, I've said it all year. Um, Christian Anderson should be in 99% of the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he's... I think he's just as good at running the ball, and I think he is, um, you know, a much more dynamic quarterback that you have to respect um, the touch passes that he brings. Uh, yeah, Steve, so if you I, have... look, I'm not at practices. Yeah. I know uh, Tyre Tyler is a fabulous runner. I mean, he is he is tough. a running yeah, back tough. and place quarterback, and I know he was a starter at the season, but um, I just felt like you know we saw it once we went four and zero. Uh, when Christian went down, how much it was, how much uh, that hurt. Um, I just, I really believed in uh, Christian Anderson as a starting quarterback. So, um, you know, but you know, I'm not at practice. It's just from yeah. a, a, you know, from a pers- uh, a guy that watches Saturdays, what he thinks. A, a couple quick points there, right? If Christian's in on that third and twelve, at least you present the threat of a pass, right? At least you present a threat of a pass on that play. And Navy's playing at eight or nine guys on the line. You, I got so I got so many points here. Here's a couple other points I like to make at this moment, Steve. One is first down for Army in this game. Thirteen out of the eighteen times they had first down, they had two yards or less. That's just not gonna get it done. Period. No. That's just not gonna get it done. And as far as running up the middle, I thought Jacoby Buchanan had four carries on the day, maybe. Um, Tyrell Robinson ran those, those inside plays at slot back at least twice that I remember maybe three times. So he might've ran inside as much as, um, Jacoby and you know how they never pitched the ball once in that game, Steve, to my knowledge, they didn't pitch the ball once. How about a toss play out to Robinson? Anything. The guy has speed. He'll make people miss. That's. I don't know. I there were no toss plays, there were no pitches, there was nothing really outside. There was jet sweeps, but I mean, I mean it was I, I mean, you know, I know it was it had to have been part of the game plan. We came out, we threw the ball right away. Okay, yeah. get out of the box or we'll do this all day. Like statement plays like that um are what allow you to run the triple option the way uh, you know, we know we've seen it ran all year. So, um, I thought the, you know, enough of that. I, I thought the defense played very well. Um, obviously Andre Carter, um, had a, had a, had a pretty good game. You know, he got, um, kind of caught in that one reverse that that's, um, kind of broke him down the sideline that ended up, I think ended up leading him to a touchdown, yeah, um, you know what? Both of their reverse plays were one was on fourth down. I'm not sure where the first one was. It might not have been on fourth down. Those, those, both of those plays led to Navy's touchdowns. They were probably their biggest plays of the game, right? And one's on fourth and four, and another, you know, the the first one where he's in the right position, but maybe the guy just jukes a little bit or makes a cut. He cut away from Andre, um, avoided the tackle. 
where was everybody else? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I the, have to watch the plays more closely. Yeah, but those I'll, are the um, those are the mental mistakes slash um, uh, missed assignments. You know, at least when I was there, it was, you know, you know, feet, keys, and eyes. Right. So I uh, gotta have your feet right when you start a play. You gotta know what your key is, and then you gotta use your eyes to watch your key. Um, you know, almost certainly. You know, someone had to have been calling reverse, you know, because they don't that's an that's an that's an awkward direction to go um that you usually don't see. So um but I mean look in any game as a defense, you give up seventeen points, you give your offense a chance to win. Uh yeah. any game you score thirteen points, uh you don't really give your chance uh to win. You know, we always said the sweet yeah. spots, you know, twenty one. You put 21 points, 20 points up on the board. Um, you know, at least our motto when we were when we were a defense, we said if our offense puts up 20 points, you know, we we have a chance to win the game. So, yeah. I yeah, also I'm... like to be interested, and you might have it in front of you, Sal, is just the breakdown of um, you know ball, you know where we start each drive, and you already, I mean, uh, triple option lives off first down, right? And yeah. you already kind of broke that down for us, but. You know, we just it just seemed like we were always starting, you know, you know, further and further back as the game went on. So, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't it definitely in the favor. I mean, Navy Navy controlled that certainly in the second half. If, if you look at, you know, some drive charts here. Um, Army's best field. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, Army had one drive where they started in Navy territory. So in the Steve, they only had four drives in the second half, right? And they started at Army's 25, Army's 19, Army's 25, and Army's 33. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just the fact that they only had four possessions. And that, you know what, that uh, drive to start the fourth quarter by Navy that just ate up half of the fourth quarter. Wow. And when they and when they get that fake punt that wasn't, uh, that wasn't supposed to go to Diego Forgo, but somehow it ended up in Diego Forgo's hands. I mean that was key because if Army can get off the field there, and if how about if they tackle for go and that play does not go for a first down? Yeah, I think that look was, at the um, field position they get. Yep, right? Was that? Um, I forget. I don't think that was Carter, but yeah, I mean we had a guy no, it there, was, Adam, two yards well, behind he, the. Here's the deal: it was Brandon Walters, right? Brandon Walters is a slot back, and he did everything he could to try to slow him down a little bit, right? Fago is a big guy. Brandon Walters is going to bring down Fago by himself on a play like that. He had good reaction. My thinking is this, right? How about leaving the defense in the game on fourth down for a punt? How about leaving the defense in and then sending back uh, Terrell? Ro I don't know if Robinson was returning punts at that time. Sending Cam Jones back to return the punt. Leave your leave ten guys. Leave your leave your starting defense on the field. Why? Yeah, why I mean, were they, were they trying to block it? You know, I played on punt return team, and you know. Basically, anything less than five yards, you know, a fake is possible. So again, it's it's mm -hmm. feet, keys, and eyes, um, and uh, you know, when that ball goes to Forgo, who's right now probably my favorite college football player of all time. Um, well, I'm being sarcastic. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta forget about whatever the return is or how you were supposed to play it um, and just get to where you need to get to, which is stopping the ball from reaching that, 
you know, that first down line. So it was um, I don't know. definitely another uh, part of the game. You know, when you talk about winning all three phases, um, I know they didn't do so well in the kicking game to begin with, but um, well, you know, I feel like they, they definitely were on par or, you know, that fake really – Again, yeah. they did a great job of keeping the momentum on their side. Couldn't you know, get the ball away in the from second them. half. I really, in the second half, I really felt like, you know, the momentum was on Navy's side for the for the majority of it, and we just couldn't seem to get that spark. We just couldn't seem to get that, um, you know that that play that was like, okay, now it's time to now it's time to get the lead. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just look at that. That was definitely a game uh, important play in the game, no doubt. Um, the one play that really irked me, and I'm I, I'm the dark cloud, Steve. I'm sorry about that. There's one play that irked me is when Army does get the ball back, right? And they have a third and eight, and they decide that they're going to try a trick play of their own, and they're going to send uh, Christian Anderson out for a pass play. Uh. Um, you know, and. You know what? I watched that's the only play, Steve, that I've watched again really closely since the game's ended. And you know what? Terrell Robinson did throw a good ball. He did, but Christian Anderson was covered. I, I, I looked at that play and I said, you know what? Is Isaiah Alston on the field, by the way? Guess what? Isaiah was. And why did you have to go to the trickery on a third and eight where it's a really important down in the game? I guess they saw something. Like we say, I guess the coaches see something from the box. But you know who was closely, closer to catching that ball? Burheem Murphy, who was coming back to the ball. Um, I don't know. But, I just I mean, if we I was talk so about, I was so ticked off on the field when that play was called. I'm like, if we want to talk about the under usage of Olsen, we can all day. I mean, I don't think that DB had a – I don't think either of their corners had a chance at covering right. it. If we would have thrown the ball to him ten times, I think he would have had eight catches. One I mean, just simple. one catch, thirty-five yards. No, I know. It, I I think if we ran five-yard slants, five-yard ends, ten-yard comebacks, and I know that's not our offense, Sal. Like I'm not trying to say we need to go to the running gun, but what I'm saying is, you you have a specimen out there, okay? When you have a specimen out there, let the let you know. Let's just just keep them honest. Keep the defense honest. So, yeah, yeah and you, and um, you know what. Going back, just real quick, going back to that that drive where the second drive where they settled for the first field goal. How did they get down the field? They got down the field by throwing the football. Kay Bernard had a catch to the 18 yard line. They got down the field throwing, and they just. Uh, I mean, you look at we can look at the stats all day, right, Steve? We could look at 56 yard run by Christian Anderson. After that, I think it was like 68 yards total rushing by Army. You know, I mean, it's not working running the football. Like you said, you have weapons. You They tried to get Terrell Robinson on that, um, I guess, that slant play, and Christian just was hurried. He was rushed on the play, and he threw it a little high, and uh, Tyrell couldn't get the ball. Um, there was a tempest of the execution, and um, to be honest with you, up front, Navy just Navy's defensive line kind of owned Army for most of the game. You know, whether it be whether Army was running or passing, they kind of owned them, made some big plays, and um, yeah, it wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good day for the mob. It wasn't a good day for the offense. Yeah, and, and I think um, you know, I think there's something to that. To where you know, I don't think anybody will argue that that was our best Army football. You know, and I think some would argue that was Navy some of Navy's best 
football. Um, and that's why it's such a, you know, it's such a, uh, you know, it's America's game. You know, I, I think I read, I think I read a stat that there, that game had more, um, more bets. There was more sports bets on the army Navy game than there's been on any NFL game this year. Hmm. So people were watching, you know, a lot of people watch, there's a lot of emotions, um, and there's a lot of just extracurricular that comes with the Army Navy game. And I just feel like, you know, we just didn't put our best foot forward and Navy put one of their best foot forwards. And that's the end result was 17-13. Yeah. You know, you can, you know, Fago, you know, I think Fago came out and said, you know, you can, you know, it's easy to make wins when you play against teams like UMass and Bucknell. And he had some his choice words about, you know, kind of like um you know, the Navy Brotherhood versus the Army Brotherhood. Um, but winning's important. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we've got to look forward to December 22nd, right? Uh, give these seniors a chance to go out as winners. Um, and uh, just kind of put this one behind us and, and you know, look at the look at the film and, and see how we're, we're going to beat Missouri. Yeah, I'm just going to say one more thing about the game. Uh, another key play was that uh, Ty Levitai run, eight-yard touchdown run, right? When he had two – he ran through two safeties, basically. He tried to basically shoulder tackle him. And um, you know, that was a momentum changer. You stop him there at the two or three, and you make – maybe he has to make a decision. Are you going to go for it or are you going to kick a field goal, right? And I thought that that's a sign that just Navy wanted it a little bit more on that play, right? I mean, that's a sign that they – um, and, and the fundamentals and tackling aren't the best on that play. Um, yeah, but that guy would not be denied. Yeah, no, I, oh, that's, ah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's tough to watch, um, as a defensive player. Cause you know, you know, Broughton has made that tackle a thousand times this year. Yeah. You know, Broughton is one of our go-to like, reliable just studs on the defensive side um and for whatever reason when that when navy's uh running back is at the two-yard line he decides to shoulder chuck him um and he gets a he gets a good piece of him but not enough and he just kind of slides the shoulders and he falls another yard into the end zone it was kind of like oh man why not just secure the tackle you know i'm watching that I'm watching it at the 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 watch party, and I'm, I, there's a few Army football players from um, a couple years before me, defensive guys, and uh, they're just like, "What, what?" And um, it, it almost like like said Cunningham was standing him up for somebody to make it uh, make the big stop, you know, to set him up for that big hit, but. I don't know. The Lovatai is 210 pounds, Steve, and he's he's not a small quarterback at all. So I mean, that was you. you I don't know. It just like the swag. Um, I don't know. Navy just seemed to have a little bit more swag in the game than Army did. I thought. I don't know. I bet. Yeah. No. He, I mean, it, I don't want to look. And I haven't. Let's see. I went to the. You know, I didn't make it to a game this year. I'm. Uh, I'm contemplating flying down for the armed forces bowl, just me. Um, but, um, the, um, you know, it just kind of felt like it was not, not as bad 
but watching it uh, was kind of like, uh oh, here, you know, almost like a realization that we we may not pull this out. Yeah. Um, which I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like I felt all year. Like every game, whether it was close, you know, Wake Forest, um, you know, even the Wisconsin game until until late, like it's just kind of like, all right, we look, we just we got this. You know, the belief yeah. that Army was going to win had always been there. Um, and I felt that kind of fizzle, um, just watching the game, um, you know, and yeah. just kind of looking around and, and feeling the energy of where we were at in, in Colorado Springs. So I, I have no idea where these, both of these situations happened, but I just want to bring this up and then we can get to the bowl game. Um, you know, the one play that got a lot of attention in the first half was, uh, when Anthony Atkins rushed the ball. It was tackled, and Diego Fago held on to his ankle for at least six or seven seconds after the whistle. And Anthony Atkins has, was just coming back from an ankle injury. Diego Fago's twisting and uh, ripping at the, holding on to the ankle. And it took Jordan Law, Booby Law, an Army offensive tackle, to rip Fago's hands off Atkins's ankle. And Atkins, I guess, you know, in momentum, stomps on, stomps on Fago's chest, double personal fouls. Um, I was I was thinking about this on the drive home and even in the press box is like when something like that happens, right? In the past you've had a Bryce Holland, you've had a Mike Johnson, right? You've had guys that, that would step up in that maybe on a play would get, get give a receipt back for that, right? So to speak. And I saw there was a play where uh Noah Knapp um had a block and he just totally destroyed Fago. Now I don't know if that was before or after the incident, but Fago just kept on going. He had a late hit on um, uh, Tyrell Robinson out of bounds. Steve, he took a, he took a page, a little bit of a page. He, he tried to jump. He tried to leap over the offensive line a couple times, which is legal, I guess. But I, the play went the other way. He was nowhere near the play one time. You yeah, know? they uh, trust me. I got a few texts about uh, his failed Steve Anderson impression. Uh, um. <laughs> When he when he tried it the when he tried it a couple times and failed, they're like, "When's this guy gonna learn? He's not Steve Anderson." They gotta... It was more than one time, right? I only saw yeah. it once, but it was more than one time. I mean, he, he, granted, the guy was giving it his all, but I mean, in that game where, especially the Army Navy game, right? That's a game where these coaches know each other. It, it, rivalry game for the most part, it's clean to the whistle football, right? You play your hardest to the whistle. When the whistle sounds, plays over. Go back to your huddles and do it all over again, and. That play just kind of, I mean, I, I I tweeted out there, borderline ejection on that play because that's an intent to hurt a player. That's an intent to injure and hurt a player right there. Yeah, and, no, and I don't think there's any, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can, you know, in anybody's uh, right mind, um, the information and intelligence was known by the Navy football team about uh, Atkins' ankle, right? Yeah. Like, you know, that stuff, you get the injury reports, you know, you prepare, you know what they, you know, if you know what a team likes to do on third and two from the right hash on your side of the field, trust me, you know, you know, who's got an ankle injury, who's got a shoulder injury, who's, who's coming off of, you know, the flu or whatever. Um, And just dirty play, just dirty play um, that, you know, I'm not going to say Army, Navy, Air Force players, you know, are, you know, 
basically not so you know you know we're supposed to be better than that um, you know dirty plays happen all the time but um when i think of dirty plays i think of a guy you know scratching someone or you know you know i've got my 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 butt pinched or or uh you know you know kind of something within that area but nothing to something that really the dirty plays i've experienced have been more of annoyance to try to get a to try to get a reaction out of me yeah versus you know someone trying to yank down on my knee after i tore my acl like or me being on the bottom of a pile and someone twisting my leg around um because at the end of the day you know actors are gonna go be an army officer and lead you know america's sons and daughters and when you do a play like that, you jeopardize more than just a guy's football career. You je- you jeopardize his profession, um, and unfortunately, Fago just doesn't understand that. Um, through his actions and his words, I think it's pretty clear this this young man is um, still a little far away from the character aspect that we'd like to see in uh, young officers. So hopefully, he can get it right in the next six months before he gets in front of his seamen and uh, do what he needs to do. You can understand a little bit of the dislike when you're playing these games, right? I mean, with Army and Navy, you can understand that a little bit, but that goes to, that goes taking it a little bit too far. And even last year, I remember it, it, the, the past couple of years in this games, if there's like a pushing or a shoving match, normally number 54 is involved in it for Navy, you know, during these games. And there's a lot of talking. I get it on the field and stuff, but I mean, to – to grab an ankle with the intent to injure a guy. I mean, we're not playing in the, we're not playing sixties or seventies football here, Steve, you know, and for the referees, for what it appeared to be like, we're just going to whistle um, Atkins for a personal foul. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think what uh, I just hit right with me. Yeah. I think another thing is is that the referees could have set the tone um, better there with like, Hey, like, Ain't going to be none of this crap um, going on. But, the, you know, I think another part of it is is just, you know, regardless of, you know, how you feel about the rivalry, how much you dislike Air Force, Navy, you know, how much they dislike Army, um, there's a mutual respect there that you don't want to hurt anybody. If I end up if a guy, if a wide receiver runs a slant and I hit him and I break his collarbone, like there was no intent there. Right. Yeah. I never, I never wanted to hurt anybody. I wanted to discourage their courage and send them limping back to the huddle. Like I do not want to go back over the middle. Um, or I do not want to keep playing against these guys because they're, they just won't stop hitting. Um, but never did I go into any Saturday or any game like, like I cannot wait to hurt uh you know this guy because i know he had an ankle injury anyway yeah i think i, I guess I, enough. Think I, I guess i think i'm done talking about yeah i think we that. talked enough about that um so now army moves on to missouri uh they'll play him on the 22nd of december they'll play him in the armed forces yeah. bowl what hey sal what bowl game is navy going to yeah, they yeah that uh, they played their bowl game on Saturday, I think, right? right? They did. Yeah. All right, that, that, does, that does sweeten it a little bit, but not that really. was their season. But, yeah, so yeah, we're going going down to Armed Forces Bowl. Where they played it this year? Uh, TCU Fort Worth. Okay, TCU. Yeah, you know because our game our game got pushed to SMU Stadium yeah. when we played SMU. So I was curious if they were they're going to now. You know TCU. what? 
the first responder bowl is now at SMU stadium for right. at least right now. So, um, now th- this is a, a venue that army players have been at a few years back. I, I believe that was the Houston game, right? Se- 70 to 14 Houston game where the last time army played in the armed forces bowl. So, you know, um, Missouri, obviously an SEC team, right? Um, Gotta love that. Six and six. You know, similar, similar to last year, West Virginia, six and six team you get from the SEC. You know, they're going to have some athletes. You know, they're going to have, you know, some some size on their on their offensive defensive lines. And are you going to be able to match that for sixty minutes and 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 win a game in the fourth quarter? Maybe is what it's going to be like. You know, because I don't think it'll be a game like Houston where they just run away with it. Um, but I think that this will be – it's a good measuring stick for Army. See where they're at. Yeah. Uh, anytime you get to play against SEC, I mean, it doesn't matter. They recruit They recruit big. They recruit fast. Um, and, uh, you know, Missouri not too long ago had, you know, the SEC Defensive Player of the Year who ended up going pro. Um, um, I forget his name, but he was taken by the Rams, I think, in like the seventh round or something. Uh yeah, they have a good running back. They have a guy who I believe set their um, set their single season rushing record. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play or not. Hopefully, he does play. Um, and you know, I look at this. Well, you remember next year? I believe Army was supposed to go to LSU, right? And LSU cancel. Uh, not LSU. I apologize. Tennessee. They're playing yeah, Tennessee. LSU. Yeah, they're playing LSU in a couple of years. They're supposed to go to Tennessee. Uh, long day. Uh, and Tennessee canceled the game. So I guess this is at least another SEC opponent that you can measure, you can see how you fare against. And um, yeah, we'll see the mentality of this team, right? They have they have tees this week. They have final exams this week. Final exams go to Friday. And Coach Munkin says Friday's practice. Saturday is a morning probably practice, and they take off to the Armed Forces Bowl. Steve, when you played in the in the bowl game, right, did you do a lot of your prep work when you were at the site, or did you guys do a lot of your prep work at West Point? You know, was a little, I mean, theirs is pretty close to when they get out of when they're done with exams. So ours was the thirtieth. So ours oh, yeah, little, you had some time. Duh, ours okay. was a little. Uh, we basically had a week. Um, so we prepped. We stayed. I think if I remember correctly, I think we stayed an extra two days. So we practiced. We did tees. Practiced a couple extra days at the academy. Went home a little late. And then we showed up. Oh yeah. I want to say, I want to say the day after Christmas, but it might have been. Let's see. So we stayed 27, 28, 29. Yeah, I think we showed up the 27th because we had three nights in the hotel. 27, mm-hmm. 28, 29. Played the game on the 30th. Stayed, you know, stayed wherever. I forget. I forget Dude. what happened. That's you know what was strange game. about that game? What was strange? That was Rich Ellerson, right? And you guys basically, is this true or false? You guys had to find your way to the bowl game. You didn't travel as a team down there, right? You didn't fly right. down to the team? No, it was uh everything was paid for from wherever we went, wherever we went on our, our four or five days we had on leave, um, which you know bless Lieutenant Colonel retired uh Chad Bagley. Um <laughs> the guy running logistical operations for the team and probably major Adisa King at the time, um, having a rope in about 95. I think we traveled, you know, we didn't travel. We, you know, we traveled large for the bowl game, brought a bunch of extra freshmen. Yeah. Um, 
So we brought probably 80 guys, maybe 90 guys down to the bowl game, wow. uh, having to get tickets from this, there, and wherever, um, all to fly into uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. I just remember I wore a suit to just make a – it was a business trip. Exactly. Hey, real quick, I, I remember my flight plans were to go down on Sunday, and there was a snowstorm, and I my flight was canceled. I had to go leave Philly on like a Tuesday or something. Um, did you have any trouble getting down there or no? No, not from Maryland. I, I flew out of Maryland. I think I flew out of – actually, I think I flew out of Dulles, not even BWI. Um, and uh, it was pretty – it was straight straight there, straight back. Do, do you know – I this could be wrong. This is – I might be making – I don't think I'm making this up being – my old beat writing senses are going off. Did Lawrence Brown miss that game because he couldn't get to that game? Or was there a player that missed that game? That is, uh, that is a true statement. He yeah. couldn't get a flight out, right, or something like that. Or? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he couldn't get a, he couldn't get a flight out. Um, it was like torrent. It was like torrential snowstorm in uh, Virginia. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, that's that's stunk that he couldn't be. And he was a guy. I'm trying to remember him. He was a guy who played a little bit, right, or no? Was yeah, he, he was our he was our nickelback cornerback. He was like our third yeah. corner. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, well, I think this time the team is leaving uh, together, you know, for the for the bowl game. So there won't. Um, we have a, we have a comment here. Uh, it's coming in, coming in. We'll just get this in real quick. Uh, Martin Hodel says, "I think we can all agree that a few missed tackles were the difference, but we can talk about the offensive play calling decisions." He kind of, I guess, he's coming in late to the podcast, right, Steve? Uh, we we were talking well, about I, that. Look, uh, look, I can look. I I think we get look we. We gave up on the pass, and I think Christian Anderson was the answer. Um, I think the I think they figured out the run pretty soon, and they they made a decision that um, you know we're we're gonna put eight guys in the box and do that. I just look, they've got all these. There's so much that goes into their play calling as far as analytics. You know, Coach Munkin is an analytic guy, um, and you know, he doesn't deviate from that based off of, you know, emotion, you know, very often. So as far as the play calling, you know, it's tough for me. You know, I don't, I don't have all the information they have to, to get after the play calling. Look, I think Olsen should have had more than one catch. Um, that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, you know and I think we should have continued to attack the middle. Um to open up the pitch or the toss or the perimeter on the outside. I, I don't I don't think Army, other than if it's a, a complete smoke show, if you do not pitch the ball in the triple option, you will not be successful in running, you know, dive, QB follow. Um, I really like the counter. I love the inside counter play. It's one of my favorite plays. But I didn't really see a lot of counter option plays. I think the counter option is a huge nah. play to throw at the team. So, um, I think the one times uh, Christian Anderson attempted to run something similar to that. I mean, they were swarming him in the in the backfield, and they lost a bunch of yards. And I think that you know Navy was just a step quicker off the ball, off the snap, and there were some missed assignments, missed blocks that happened, and plays were blown up. And I don't know. I mean. I think that my thing is you had a couple of weeks to prepare, right? It seemed like Navy did a little something different out of the shotgun with Levitai, right? That they maybe haven't done in a while. 
and you're just wondering when is it going to come from army once a Maybe I get it. It's a it's an option based attack, and you do so much, but and then you get that halfback pass in the fourth quarter, and uh, that <laughs> Sal, you know I mean that was your I favorite mean, play, Sal. Dude, dude, if you had to go into your bag of tricks in this game, right? Which Navy went into their bag of tricks on a couple plays, right? And they were three for three on bags of tricks, as far as I know. And uh, Army went to the bag once, and um, yeah, just uh, you know, well, funny thing. Look, I, 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 as I as I continue to watch football, I still think I, they caught um, counter option from the backside. He's saying, which is true. I mean, they ran down that a couple times. Yeah, the um, the uh, I I still think one of the you know best plays is just throw your ball up to the playmaker and allow Pi to give you fifteen. Sometimes um, it helps. Uh, I, I just, you know, I really hope that we use um, Olsen at, uh, in the bowl game because I, I, I really do think he's he's a mismatch. He's a mismatch out there. They haven't had a guy like him in so long. And we were talking about it in the press box. He's not so much a, a speed guy. He's more of a possession guy. But how you tackle the guy, how you bring him down with one. And then look at that. He turned a 10-yard play into a 35-yard catch, right? I mean, Yeah, but he knows how to – look, he's like a basketball player, man. Like, mm-hmm. he knows how to use his body. He knows how to reach for the ball. He knows how to rebound. Like, those are your – look, I'll never – look, funniest thing I ever saw ever happened in my career. We're fourth – we're first and goal on the one, okay? Um, this is a little sneak peek for our guest tomorrow. But That's we're first right. and goal on the one at a highest Iowa State. Okay, first and goal on the one, Sal. And we run a fade to Ali, the only way of a Martin, four times in a row. We're like, look, it's a 6'10 guy with a 28-inch vertical versus a 5'10 guy with, I'm sure, a 30-inch vertical. Okay, math adds up. Okay, and no shit, we threw that fade route, Chip Bowden threw the fade to the left corner, left-handed quarterback, four times in a row. Miss, 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 touchdown. Okay, just didn't it? Just uh, and I, I'm not saying we should have done that at all with um uh Austin. in the game at all. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, look, the guy's a player. You got to get you got to get your players some touches. So. You know, I think he probably officially go down as three targets, but the other two I think were rush passes by Christian. He got pressure, and they weren't really. You know, um look, nothing was stopped. Watching. Nothing was stopping the the ten yard comeback, the five yard comeback. Okay, hey, if yep. you're running, if we're if we're if if you're the stats you're telling me are true, sound out of 18 first and first and tens, we're getting two and less. Fuck it, man. Just throw a five yard <laughs> hitch to the to the. To the pass, right? Yeah, and just start from there and screw, screw it. But I'm getting, I'm getting, look, I'm getting all. Yeah, no, now, let, so. me just, okay. let me just point out one more I'm thing. Supposed, I'm supposed to be taking. I'm, you know, I gotta get calmed down here. Okay, I got, I got to take care of the baby suit. You got me all fired up. Uh, man. Hey, real quick. Um, in that fourth quarter, right? They threw a. a I was talking about this at a tailgate before the game. Believe it or not, that little ten yard out play, right? That little five to ten yard out play. They, they got Cole Catterbone with it in the fourth quarter. They they threw a completion there. That's there all game too, especially to a guy like Austin, right, where you can either throw it, you know, where somebody can't get it. I mean, I just um, 
we'll see what happens in the bowl game against Missouri. If they want to win that game, I'm sorry. The, um, the you're going to have to throw it a little bit to win, to beat Missouri. You're going to have to, look, you're going to have to sucker look. in with the run and do play action a couple times. And sometimes you just gotta, Hey, we're throwing 86. Let's see. Let's see if you can defend yeah, it. I, look to, to run a very effective, um, triple option, right? You got to, Establish the fullback, run the QB midline, QB follow. You got to get the ball on the outside, and you got to hit the slot backs up the seam. Okay, yeah. Like those, those are like what happens now. If you add in there, you know, a, a random, you know, every twelve plays, a ten yard hitch or ten yard out or whatever. Like oh, shit, man. Like come on. Like I, um, the corners have got to watch the, the pitch back as well. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, um, let's see. Let's you know, see. I always, we... I always feel so like, you know, dirty's not the right word, but when I sit here and I just like break down the game about like, oh, you know, look, I played in those games, all right, and those games got away from us. Um, you know, I was part of a an Army Navy game where, um, you know, we, you know, we were basically even. And uh, we're going in to take the lead, I think. And we fumble the ball on the two-yard line. And, oh, Wyatt Middleton takes it back for 98 yards for a touchdown right before half. Okay? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I've been a part of those games. And, you know, as I get further removed, it's easier to be like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. We should have done this. Um, But, look. I love Army football, and I love that they have an opportunity to, for those seniors especially, to go out with a W in a bowl game. Um, that you know you can say all you want, but not every player, not every football player gets to go to a bowl game. You know, yeah. some guys don't ever ever go to one in their career, so they got to cherish this moment, uh, prepare for it, and execute. Um, and it truly will be. For ninety nine percent of them, unless you know a couple guy, you know, probably one guy will get a shot. This will be the seniors and a lot of it, most of the people on the football teams' last football game ever in their career. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we'll. Uh, somebody asked if we were going to do like a preview, a bowl preview uh, podcast. We'll see. Who, guys, if if you're Martin, Martin Holo, we really appreciate your comments tonight. He said, totally agree. We have to make defenses play for overplaying us. Don't let them cheat. If you guys uh, want it, we'll do it pretty much. And uh, tomorrow's a big one, right, Steve? Tomorrow we're going to have your your teammate, Ollie Villanueva, on tomorrow night. So if you guys are watching right now, tune in tomorrow night. That's a big one. You can go to our YouTube page, Black Knight Nation. Just type in Black Knight Nation in the search, and you'll find, uh, man, we've done some really good podcasts lately. I uh, had a little assist from Kel Walker here and there. Kelvin Hopkins, Pete Dawkins, Ronnie Makeda, Mike Mayweather, and now Ali Villanueva. We're looking forward to that one. Check out us on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, Black Knight Nation. Look me up, Sal Interdonado. Steve, Twitter, eh. I don't know if you want to give your Twitter out. I don't really tweet that much. I kind of – I go for content. I don't really tweet that much. Um but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm on there, but not really. 
Your best way to interact with us is to be on these podcasts and throw us comments. We'll read them. We'll interact with you. Um, just we, we're looking to expand the nation a little bit here. And uh, we got one more. Army's got one more bowl, uh, a bowl game coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll give you all the coverage there. Hoping to get uh, a couple more podcasts in tomorrow. Big one, Ollie Villanueva. And one more one more thing. We got one more comment before we go. Um, uh, Chuck Phillips says Niamato was still on the hot hot seat. Um, okay. That, I'll read it. Ken Niamato was and still is on the hot seat. His guys sold out for him. Coach Munkin made Army football into a beast. They will bounce back. Thanks, Chuck Phillips. We really appreciate that comment. Yeah, um, no, uh, yeah, Chuck, it was interesting. There was definitely rumblings about, about, uh, about a Navy's coach. I'm not even coach, coach, coach Ken. Ken, uh, um, this season, uh, just from my buddies that I serve with, um, that are Naval grads. Um, so, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll take a look. I mean, he's had a pretty successful career there. Um, but winning his coach in Navy history. As yeah, far as what um, wins, but you know, everybody knows, uh, college and NFL coaches are, are what have you done for me lately? So we'll, <laughs> we'll see about that. I think this, this army wins get uh, definitely get some, some leeway, right? I mean, beating, beating your rival, I think, uh, it'd be hard. It would, I, I've had nothing but great interactions with coach Ken in my time covering this, these teams. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, We'll, we'll see what happens there, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll be back he, tomorrow. He gave me one of the best uh, best things is after my senior year, my Navy game, he came up. I was obviously, you know, pretty, pretty upset. Um, not, not emo- just like frustrated, upset. Um, and he had told me I was one of the greatest linebackers he had ever coached against. And I thought that was, you know, just in that moment. I'll never forget yeah. that. Um, just That's class right guy. there. And uh, nice. something I, I I'll never forget. Um, so, yep. Uh, to be determined there, but uh, what is to be determined is tomorrow night. Uh, Ollie Villanueva tomorrow night, guys. We appreciate you watching us, and and we'll be back for another Black Knight Nation podcast. Steve, thanks. Uh, thanks for another good one. Yeah. Beat Missouri. <laughs>